Are you ready for it? Welcome to Enchanted, a Taylor Swift podcast. For us three Swifties, this is our holy ground. Every episode will consist of us breaking down a Taylor Swift song based on her lyrics, when she wrote the song, our own connections to the song, and of course, throwing out different theories based on our girl's love of a good Easter egg. Come back, be here every Sunday for a new episode. another episode of Enchanted, a podcast dedicated to all things Taylor Swift. Today's episode is going to be very, very treacherous, if you catch my drift, um, because we're talking about the song, of course, Treacherous, one of, and I might get hate for, for this, it's arguably one of my favorite songs, because I think it is beautifully written and I just I think how it goes from like it starts off kind of slow and then like it builds its way up and then it has a nice like climaxing point and then it goes back down oh it's just I think it's wonderful it tells a story it's beautiful my good friend that's not actually Taylor Swift's cat Meredith I would love to know your thoughts on Treacherous oh so I go through phases with this song. There are moments where I am all about it and I love listening to it. And I agree. It's another very well-written song and just the whole nature of it really paints a beautiful story, but there are times where I'm just like, Nope, I can't do it right now. And I'm not sure why, if it's a, if not that it would be an aversion to the song, but if I'm not in like the mental capacity to fully appreciate it. And that's why I skip it. Um, But as I've been like rereading the lyrics, it just, again, it just paints this picture in my, in my mind that I'm just like, you can get so lost in it. And I feel like you could really put any, romantic couple real or fictional to this song and you're just like oh like you can feel that angst and I do have to just say real quick that she before we go to Christina now that I'm like rereading the lyrics again where she says till the gravity's too much I'm blanking on the name but there's that other song on red it's one it's one of the ones from the vault where she references gravity again and how the gravity pulls him down um, is that forever winter? Maybe. I think, I think, I think so. Forever winter. Mm-hmm. Which and is another great song. Another great song. So it's like, even if it wasn't necessarily, like, even though those are very, two very different topics, just the fact that she can always take some similar lyric and just, just gives you a whole new perspective. Christina, over to you. All right. What Cody, you when you were describing the song, though, you were like, it starts off slow and it builds up until it like, climaxes definitely thought of sex and if you read the lyrics it starts off with put your lips close to mine yeah and as long as they don't touch it it really does feel like that kind of idea of ooh, thinking on it maybe this is just because i just watched the joe the jonas brothers like family roast thing they like were making fun of the purity rings. Yes, I watched it. <laughs> it was not that funny. I thought it'd be funnier, but um, 
on that note, hold on. This is a small tangent <laughs> on that note. I don't know why Sophie Turner didn't make fun of Joe Jonas being Mr. Perfectly Fine, but missed opportunity in her life on that roast. But that's neither here nor there. But they were talking about the purity rings. And during that time period, it was very much like, has Taylor Swift had sex yet? And everyone is, including revisiting that now with All Too Well, and we'll get into that later, this idea that Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, took her virginity, like it's something to be stolen, like the original red. But um, this like idea of, okay, treacherous, meaning unstable or hazardous, if you look it up, she's like, she wants this, but it's it's a slippery slope and it's going to build into something that maybe she's not ready for. And you kind of get that when she goes down to, I hear the sound of my own voice asking you to stay kind of alluding to, okay, I don't know if I necessarily want you to stay, but I hear myself just saying it like an almost an out of body experience. So when you were describing it at first, I was like, yes, this is a very actual, like, if you think about it, it could be a very sexual song, this like idea, but she just makes everything so lyrically beautiful that you're like, Hmm. Wouldn't have thought of that. Does that make sense? Just, just for the record, I meant it as in like <laughs> when you read a book and in a like book, a story there is, board. there's a story I get that. I get and you that. go up and then you hit the, there in, in English class, they teach you the definition of climax in reference yes, to a yes. story. The top of the mountain story. Yeah, you're talking, you, you you're talking to, the, to two English majors. Yes. 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 But while I, I, I don't know, maybe it was purposeful that it, it's like that. And maybe it was a symbolism to that. I've always loved um, Two Head Like Shine, like mm-hmm. that part. And because I always thought that that was, I don't think of the car. I think of two people who are shining like very brightly and are Ooh. supposed to be together. And that like, you and they're on they're parallel right because headlights are parallel to one another so they are of equal rank and they are like if that makes any sense of what i'm saying yeah. i always thought of it very stalker like like a chase that oh. whole section because it's two headlights shine through the sleepless night and i will get you and get you alone like like she's like this relationship they're like chasing after it you know, it goes on to say, your name is echoed through my mind. And I just think you should think you should know that nothing safe is worth the drive. And I will follow you, follow you home. Oh, but it also it, it, like thinking on it, it reminds me of like, you know, like when you maybe know somebody's not good for you, but you're, you don't really have anything else to do. And you're like in between great romances or maybe you think this is a good romance and it, and, but you, something's telling you it's not, and you're fighting that. But that whole idea of, Oh, I'm just going to follow you home after we've gone out to get drinks. And we said it would be nothing but getting drinks, but now I'm going to get you alone and we're going to see if we can make this something better or something more, or I'm just going to get the feelings out of the way. Well, as you both have been talking about this, it is now painting. I knew you were trouble in such a clear light. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's one of my other favorite songs um, from this album. But as we're going through it, I'm like, holy crap. 
like these are almost like the twin songs of she can feel it happening and she's walking us through like how she's trying to resist it but giving in and trying to put those feelings aside and then I knew your trouble is oh shit like shame on you fool me once shame on me fool me fool me twice I feel like I mix whatever (laughs) you know you know what I'm saying you know you know yeah yeah yeah. um and I'm just like oh this makes so much more sense and I feel like I have that much more appreciation now for treacherous yeah the song just always really reminds me of any time that I knew so like the story time I'll tell you a story there was this guy so we'll backtrack a little high school senior year he was dating somebody else and then we went to London for a week for band we were in London to be in the New Year's Day parade and he didn't cheat on his girlfriend with me but like there was an emotional bond starting. So when and like, and I was very much like in this song, like, okay, this is not a great situation, but I want this, but do I want this? Do I not like that kind of like fighting my, you know, the urge. And then we came back from London and then he kind of played both of us for a while. So it goes other Taylor Swift songs, but, um, right. but it, men just suck. <laughs> Let's just leave it. But it was like this, like back and forth from a man. But then later we reconnected down. I was like, right after I was done with college, pretty much we reconnected. But this song just reminds me of that, where I was like, I know that you've hurt me before. And I know that if I start something with you, I'm going to get hurt again, but then I can't help but do it because for some reason, the back of my mind either needs closure or it just wants to see what will happen or quite frankly, we're bored. So that's what this reminds me of. Again, as you're talking, I'm now even, I feel like this is almost kind of a trilogy of songs like Treacherous, I Knew You Were In Trouble, and then Clean from 1989. Like when you finally get it out of your system and you're just washing it away. Can I, I want to go back, Meredith, to something that you said that like with Treacherous, sometimes, sometimes it's a hit or miss. Sometimes you look for that song and sometimes you don't. And I think that's an applicable thing in the Taylor Swift fan base is that like, sometimes we have songs that like, we're like, okay, I can't listen to this song right now. I, I like this song, but I just, I need to listen to some others because they're more applicable to what's happening in my life right now. If that makes, if, if you catch my drift, because I, I understand that fully with Treacherous specifically. I just really like it because it's a story that I love hearing over and over and over again. And it just, it brings me a lot of light. Like when I'm listening to it in the car and it starts off slow, like I'm imagining my world tour performance of it. And like, I start off at like the piano and, or not at the piano, but just like kind of sitting down all cool. And then like, you know, that, you know, in the 1989 tour, when she combined out of the woods and enchanted wildest dream and enchanted jesus help me i'm so sorry <laughs> i have a theory let about me this, rephrase yeah, of course you do <laughs> wildest dreams and enchanted and she's sitting at the piano and she's playing the piano and then she rips off her dress and then she gets up and she walks down mm-hmm. the runway and for me i envision that moment with treacherous as well and i don't know why but those those two things those two moments are just captured in my head together so yeah that's how well, I, I think it's up. because as you said when you introed the whole song was 
it does start off slow and then it builds. And the same thing happened when she combined those two, you know, she starts off slow at the piano and then it builds into something more. And so I think that's why you think of the two and I could see her doing that quite frankly, who knows what we're going to get on the next tour, (sighs) which should just be four or five weekend full weekend things. Like I, I just really, I just really hope it's not the, 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 the dates that I, that she just does not have one when we're climbing the mountain or my cousin's wedding. If she could like avoid those two weekends, one in August and one in September, I'd be like, hope Taylor's listening. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor, if you haven't put together your tour schedule yet, we have some thoughts. (laughs) Peep those dates. Could you just go ahead and tell us when you're planning it so so that way we can go ahead and put it on our calendars? As adults now, we're very busy people. Just a a little bit. (laughs) It's been so long since a concert. Yeah, especially if you had Loverfest tickets and then they got postponed and then canceled. So you just drank wine in your empty bathtub and cried. Just me? Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) She did. Go ahead. She did give us folklore and evermore right. as like Not kind, of, kind of a <laughs> see. I had scored really good tickets. I waited in a virtual line in the middle of Abilene, Texas, in a Cachilles because I was on a work um, tour of properties in Texas, middle of nowhere, out of Chili's, sitting on my phone for an hour and a half in my virtual line, which I worked really hard to get into because I had to watch a lot of reputation videos and stuff and buy merch in order to get. VIP treatment to get tickets and did all that work. And then it was canceled. See, I couldn't find anybody to go with me because normally she'll play in Jersey and the closest place was Boston. And I literally could not find anybody willing to go with me because it was too expensive. I was like, who cares? Who cares? So at least for me, I was grateful that it was canceled because then I didn't feel like I was letting her down by not being present. I mean, this is a story from when we get to Lover, but I definitely lost a friend over Loverfest. So it's It's okay. I need it to happen. (laughs) Hey, you forgot that they existed. I have not that I'm going to get there eventually. It's nice to have a friend. And we can all go together. <laughs> Meredith, we'll, yes. go. we'll go with you. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Cody we'll and I are willing to you. max out our credit cards for the next two No, listen. I mean, at this point, like, I need, let's just, yeah. wherever you I go, think... I will be there. I... Oh, you, you will follow us home? Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll get treacherous in concert, but. It is a fantastic song. Again, just the fact that she was so young when she wrote these. I mean, pretty much any of her music, the fact that yeah. she was just like capable of writing this, like any of these, but this album in particular, I just feel was like pinnacle. Yeah, and I like how this song ends because it literally just ends with this slope is treacherous. So she knows that this is unstable, but she likes it. But then it goes into- I knew you were trouble. The next song, I knew you were trouble. And I I wholeheartedly agree with Meredith because now it has like, I knew you were trouble has now just formulated a whole different, uh, it's a good thing that we have a break in between this episode and the next episode. Cause now I get to revisit that moment and I'm going to be like, Oh man, that's, that's going to eat me alive. Well, just to think too, what comes after I knew you were trouble? All too well. Let's just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slot number this, five. The, the progression of this album is genius because it starts with state of grace. And we're talking about how 
there's all of these pieces and how she like it's a state of grace as we talked about in the first episode and then it goes into okay well, i'm going to tell you some of the story and like loving him was red all of this stuff happened it's like fast pace now i'm going through all of these stages but let's backtrack a little further and to where i knew maybe something's off here and i knew this was treacherous but i liked it so i continued with it and then it just builds on into the story and i just think it's just so poetically done i love that we're doing this because it's giving me so much more appreciation for her work like i've always been obsessed and have gone to the mat for her and her work Mm -hmm. but now i just feel like i'm seeing it through a new lens so but what i also think is interesting is that this is the third song on the album and her third song from fearless was love story her third song from 1989 was style both of those were singles reputation it was i did something bad not a single but she performed it oh and she performed that that was hot she performed the crap out of it so <laughs> best performance reputation again we'll wait we'll, we'll wait till she she does taylor's version because oof, i have thoughts but i can't wait to see on lover it was the title yeah. track lover was the third song and then you go to speak now and it was back to december and Which then was a on single her, mm-hmm, and on her debut album it was tears teardrops on my guitar so treacherous is one of the few um if we're not looking at folklore and evermore it's one of the few number three tracks that didn't get a single release or a performance which i find interesting yeah but now uh, let's go ahead and rope in folklore and evermore because that's gold Gold rush Rush on evermore in the last american dynasty see and those are from if memory serves correctly kind of fan favorites like people really like those i'll be honest i don't like last great american dynasty that much not not my go-to ones but hey you know more power to you if those are yours but track it's not honestly and when we get there and when we visit it i will explain exactly why i I will explain exactly why it's it's a genius song and go ahead and we will have that healthy discussion. Meredith, do you think you can yes. mediate between the two one, of us during that? Because I, I was you. even about to jump in right now and be like, okay, we're going to take a step back. Because, <laughs> again, I <laughs> break it up, kids. Don't make me pull this car over. Um, <laughs> as we're, as we're again talking about this, I almost feel like the third track on every album they all come like from a very vulnerable spot we're almost but with that there is some vulnerability in terms of how she ends it with now it belongs to me and how they painted her as this woman who's just there to cause trouble and like how you can get lost in how people are going to identify you based on the man that you're with or how that man leaves the relationship and that's gonna be a great episode now i can't wait because i feel like even with like love story teardrops like they yeah. all come from the perspective of maybe we're seeing the more emotional component from her point of view i don't know i don't really know what i'm trying to say i feel like i still have to like work this out but when you list off those songs i feel like there is a common thread between all of them even though not everyone was a single or a performance base song did we just create a track three theory i 
think so. I think so, we did. You know. I can't wait to flush it out more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ratings. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this song for me personally, 13 out of 13, just because it's, I, I just love Treacherous. I, I I don't know what it is about this song, but like, I it's like crack to me. <laughs> I, I, when I listen to it, I want it again and again and again and again, and I can't stop once I start it. So that's how I feel. Christina, what do you think? I'm going to give it, oh, this is a hard one. I'm going to say a 12 out of 13, mainly because I just want more from it. I don't know how to explain it any better, but I just, it leaves me longing for more of the song. I feel like there's just more that could have been explored. I don't know. I know it sounds a little crazy. No, I but, get it. But I think this could have been a five or six minute song. Ooh. With the build up and then go from there. But it's one of my favorites. I mean, the whole album is, but yes, Cody? Meredith. Well, no, Meredith, go first. I'm having a really hard time with this. I wanted to say that like my original rating would have been a 10. <sighs> But now I don't know if it's maybe just like more of an 11, which I know isn't like a huge difference, but I think it's one of those songs that I just have to continue to unpack. And I've like found a new appreciation for it. And the fact that I feel like it's now very much connected to I Knew You Were Trouble and even possibly Clean on 1989. I don't know. I'm gonna have to like just keep listening to it and not (laughs) skip it so much. All right, Cardi C, what's your thought? You're holding, you're literally holding your mouth closed. Well, now, now I can't, what was I about to say? Oh, what if Treacherous was a duet? Ooh, that would be, that would be sick. Okay, and like you have, like the guy is also acknowledging like, yeah, it is, this is Treacherous, but I like it too, just as much as you. And like, she talks about following, um, following him home. Him home, yeah. And, and he's, and it's, but then he's like, I like it. I like that, you know, and like, I see that it's treacherous, but I still like that. So then I'm also, now I'm also thinking about who would I want to have the duet with her. And I can't like pinpoint that specific person of who I would want that to be. But now that you said that, Christina, now I just think that treacherous should have been. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm looking for and wanting more. And I, maybe that's just like how anybody feels like when it's on one side and you're just kind of wondering, does the other side like this? Am I being too much? Am I putting, am I inserting my own like thoughts and feelings into this and reading into it? So maybe that's why I want more because it's just, and maybe that's why it's so well done is that we are on only one side of it and we know it's unsteady, but is it only unsteady from our own feelings and emotions or more yeah meredith wait wait okay (laughs) style Mm, 1989 better be a duet midnight you come and pick me up no headlights long drive could end in burning flames or paradise fade into view oh it's been a while since i've even heard from you skip down so it goes, he can't keep his wild eyes on the road, takes me home, the lights are off. 
I feel like this is just some sort of continuation. And this is almost that duet version because we're getting his perspective. And he says, um, what you heard is true, but I can't stop thinking about you and I. And she said, I've been there a few times. Mind blown. I, but- yeah, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I feel so proud of myself right now. Like she's so intentional. Like again, the like just the fact that we're referencing headlights, but this time they're off. Like you don't want people to know that you're in the same vicinity, that you're together. You're trying to keep it on the DL. Wait, hold on. What was track three on 1989? Style. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me that these two songs aren't correlated because they right. are correlated. And Meredith, you have figured it out. And now I'm just sitting here and I'm like oh my god the headlights were on and now they're off and <laughs> can we make shirts that say the headlights were on and now they're off <laughs> Done. one day here for it Damn. yeah 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 uh, I live in her brain well i i think that's a great way to end this episode is for everybody to just think about like the correlation between treacherous and style now because that's all i'm going to be studying now for probably the next two hours while i play pokemon and animal crossing so (laughs) yeah um can somebody else sign us off please because i just can't i can't i can't put it into words right now but meredith thank you so much for pointing that out because yeah that's wow you're welcome If you want more of Meredith's mind-blowing revelations, tune in to next week's episode. This episode was sparkling. Don't you let it go. We are just as excited to meet and connect with you as you are to meet and connect with the one and only Taylor Swift herself. So go follow us on Instagram at EnchantedPod and tell us your theories, favorite songs, and so much more. See you there.